Hello and welcome to Science to the Tea. I'm Sky Smith, and today I'm sipping on some pumpkin spice tea because my husband bought it for me and I like it. It's tasty. So grab your favorite mug and let's dive on into today's paper published in the peer-reviewed journal Cancer Cell by Shuo Chen and their team, which is all about using arsenic trioxide as a cancer therapy. According to the National Cancer Institute within the NIH, an estimated 1.8 million new cases of cancer will be diagnosed in the United States, and over 600,000 people will die from the disease this year. For men, the most common cancers are prostate, lung, and colorectal cancers, which will account for about 43% of all cancers diagnosed in men in 2020. For women, the most common cancers are breast, lung, and colorectal, and those account for about 50% of all new cancer diagnoses in women in 2020. So chances are, you know someone who has fought some form of cancer. One thing that many cancers have in common is a mutation in the TP53 gene, which codes for the protein P53. It's thought that mutations in this gene are actually the most common in human cancers. But what is P53 and what does it do? Well, inside of your cell, P53 protein actually goes into the nucleus and binds to certain regions within the DNA. Once it binds to the DNA, it tells the cell to make another protein that then stops cell division. Mutations in P53 that make it unable to bind to DNA also make it so that this protein can no longer stop cell division. Thus, cells divide uncontrollably and form cancerous tumors. This is why the gene for P53 is also called a tumor suppressor gene. So it suppresses the tumor growth within the cell. And while many drugs have been found to potentially help fix cancerous P53, a lot of them share this ability to bind to portions of the P53 called thiol groups of cysteines. So in today's paper, the researchers explore new ways to target these cysteines and fix the structure of mutated P53 enough to go back to doing its normal job and help treat tumors. So these guys started with a huge list of over 20,000 potential compounds that inhibit the growth of cells with the most common P53 mutations that then change its structure. They then narrowed the list down by using a few different parameters, such as sensitivity of the cells to these compounds, their ability to bind cysteines, commercial availability, and the effectiveness of the compounds. This left them with four potential drugs that they could actually test out. They tested these four potential drugs on cells that had the most commonly mutated P53 by using an antibody that binds to a specific part of P53. So when P53 is mutated, the antibody doesn't bind. But when the structure is fixed, the antibody can bind again. And it turns out that arsenic trioxide was actually the most effective compared to the others. They also did this same experiment with a few other mutations of P53, and arsenic trioxide was effective with those too. Pretty awesome, right? Arsenic trioxide was binding to this mutated P53 and somehow fixing the way this protein is structured. Next, the researchers wanted to get a better understanding of just how this drug was working. They found that arsenic trioxide was binding to a very specific little pocket within P53 that would make its structure realign with normal P53 and theoretically allow it to bind to DNA again. When they got rid of the cysteines that the arsenic trioxide was interacting with, it couldn't bind anymore. 
So these guys were able to find the exact place that was important for this drug to fix P53. That's pretty wild. But all this being said, just because arsenic trioxide binds to P53 and seems to more or less fix its structure, that doesn't mean the function is also fixed. So they wanted to see if treating cells that have mutations in P53 with arsenic trioxide would make the P53 work the right way again. To do this, they looked at the amounts of specific proteins that are made when P53 is normal after they treated the cells with arsenic trioxide. They found that when they treated with arsenic trioxide, that all the P53 targets were activated when mutations were made to structural components within P53, but they were slightly less effective when the mutations were in places where P53 interacts with DNA. Which makes some sense. You can't really fix what you don't have. But once again, these are all just cells in a dish. So what about real tumors? The researchers then injected cells with a common P53 mutation into mice and allowed these tumors to grow for 22 days. They then treated the mice by injecting arsenic trioxide and bam, these mice lived significantly longer than the ones that were not treated. But what about the tumors themselves? Were they getting smaller? Well, this group then used that same experiment, but then looked at the tumors after 48 days and found that the tumors in mice that were treated with arsenic trioxide were only 10 to 20% of the size of tumors in mice that weren't. They were so much smaller. They even took this a step further and looked at a type of cancer called non-small cell lung carcinoma, which has a different type of P53 mutation. Treating with arsenic trioxide reduced tumor size by about 40% and weight by about 25% with very minimal effects on the mouse body weight. And not seeing a change in the body weight is important because this is a small way to see if the mice are feeling okay and eating or not. They also compared arsenic trioxide treatment to a first-line chemotherapy drug for this cancer called cisplatin. Arsenic trioxide actually seemed to work slightly better by helping the cell turn on the production of proteins that P53 normally does. It didn't do a better job at making the tumor smaller though, but this is still pretty fascinating. And finally, the researchers tested the effects of arsenic trioxide on the top 25 most common P53 mutations found in human cancers. And while it did help fix P53 with some of the mutations, it didn't have an effect on others. I think this is probably the most interesting part of the paper because we might be able to use this drug to help people who have cancer with these specific mutations. How awesome would that be? All it would take is a small sample of the tumor and doctors could get a better understanding so they would see if it has a mutation in P53 or not and then use a specific drug such as arsenic trioxide to get rid of the cancer. And while personalized therapy might still be an off-in-the-distance idea, I think that this paper is really cool, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned for a sneak peek of next week. Yay! Thank you for listening to Science to the T. Please rate or comment to help me make the best learning experience possible. Tune in next week as we have our first guest, soon to be Dr. Odell, who will share with us her research in the field of neuroscience. This is going to be a really fun episode. See you next week.